Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Wilson. You can email the show at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at weeklywilsonpod. We have a YouTube channel at this point, I think, maybe. Um, I think that's about it. I am your host, Brian Wilson. And I'm your nocturnal host, Jay Wilson. Oh, wow, you betrayed me. How's it feel, Brian? Yeah, how's it feel? That's not great, is it? I feel like I'm hanging <laughs> off a cliff and there's no one to help me. I'm, I'm up late and I'm a man on the edge. <laughs> All right. Anything could happen. Well, on this episode, we did a little more good old-fashioned Jay and Brian chatter. Um, I talked about my consideration of whether or not I should dive into my first ever audiobook and what part of myself I would be sacrificing if I do go that direction. Uh, Jay talked about some people's inappropriate reactions on the pickleball courts. A lot of tension growing there. You know how pickleball gets. Um, talked about... Yeah, I also... T- going to the career fair. Talked a little bit about like my trip to Cincinnati, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think that was, that was kind of it. Right? Please enjoy. I do want to own up to, I think, a couple episodes ago, maybe a few episodes ago, on one of the video episodes... And I guess it was the audio of the episode, too. I I didn't cut out our countdown and, like, the pre-part of us recording. So people got a little mm-hmm. peek behind the curtain. But then we did joke about potentially leaving it in, so it seemed yeah, intentional. I thought that's why you did that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if I did it intentionally, though, I still would have cut out a little bit before. Because there was some chatter before the countdown, but... Regardless. Was it, was it compromising chatter? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't remember. Okay. I might have to go back and listen to it. Yeah. Well, you listened to it, right? I thought I did, and I didn't. And it wasn't like I sat there and was just like, oh my god. So I, if, it, if something bad happened, I'd probably remember it. Yeah, people, we can't have people hearing all of the absolutely horrible, atrocious uh, things that we're saying off air. That could be really so then bad. I said, just drone strike the elementary school. What are you waiting for? Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> we could get canceled real quick. Um, Anyways, wanted to own up to that one. Don't know if... Yeah. The thing is, people can't tell if we're joking or if we're being serious, so... Well, they'll just assume it's all a joke. Yeah. There was one episode, I, I forget... Are, is, is the episode right now, is that is that what's happening? Oh, yeah. Now, this is intentionally the actual episode, yeah. Oh, jeez, okay. I, I mean, I guess I kind of pulled that maneuver on you last episode, but... Brian, <laughs> we gotta get right into it. I have a lot of things I want to say. Okay, okay. Um, and a Light lot of things me. I want to hear. Because okay. I, I want to hear listening, from you, Brian. Listening's important. Yeah. <laughs> More importantly, um, so I went down to Cincinnati this week for the career fair. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a job. Fiercely. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I went down I just, and... What? I was just going to say, I'd, I'm so used to thinking of the Cincinnati career fair as such a trivial thing, but I'm like, oh, wait, that's like you went way out of your way to go there and make some connections. Yeah, I drove that's, six hours. That's cool. That's very uh, um, ambitious of you. and uh, I don't know. What's the other word? Not proactive, but you're going for it. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I want to make money. Don't <laughs> <laughs> we all? Um, yeah, but so I went to that and Brian... Driving down to Cincinnati, so it was. I made the decision the night before to go, and so then like, kind of had like maybe like a eleven or twelve, thirteen hour turnaround from deciding to go to going. Gotcha. 
And on the list of things that Jay remembered to bring on this trip, that was going to be three to five days. Oh boy. Um, his suit, all his ties, socks, two pairs of shoes, two different belts, um, his portable steamer, um, ramen noodles, mac and cheese, Necessities. Uh, protein powder, uh, one dozen eggs. Um, Only one dozen eggs. One dozen eggs, his pad folio, uh-huh. um, my microphone in case I need to podcast, mm-hmm. uh, a good book for the evening times, um, my blender bottle for the protein powder that I was bringing. Is this you just reading your packing um, list to me? No, this is all the things that I, the minute things that I remembered because I, you know, I, I don't know, it was a weird packing trip. Uh, two different pairs of running shoes, one that's burnt out for lifting, one that's current for running. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, running clothes, lifting clothes, pajamas, those sorts of things. Um, yeah. things that Socks, Jay didn't underwear. remember. I brought, I brought my own towel just in case. Um, wow. oh, where did you stay? Things I did. I stayed with my friends Imogen and David. Okay. So they have a house about fifteen minutes from campus. They were very gracious hosts. They were so welcoming. Thank you so much, Imogen and David. It was yeah. so fun to stay with you guys. Um, they made chili and they sent me home with some chili. But anyhow, so Brian, those are all the things that I remembered to bring on this yeah. trip. Things were, Jay that, didn't remember. So that's what? the chili you were eating on Tuesday. Yes. Um, oh yeah, it's been it's been a whole, like three days since I was eating that chili. Um, <laughs> but Brian, things Jay didn't remember to bring on his trip down to Cincinnati. This is the exciting part. Literally any toiletries at all. Oh. <laughs> I. Plum forgot my toiletry bag, which I so dearly covet now. Or mm-hmm. can you covet something that's your own? I treasure it. Mm-hmm. And I forgot it. So I didn't have shaving cream, razor, deodorant, toothpaste, toothbrush. Well, at least <laughs> engineers generally Finger don't clippers, care floss. too much about how you smell, I think. That's but, a- dude, <laughs> I was screwed. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, Imogen and David graciously lent me a toothbrush and a razor head, shaving cream, towel. I bought my own body wash and, um, deodorant while I was there. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say at least all those things that are very easy to get a disposable version and then you're going to use eventually anyway. Yeah. So I got, um, yeah, so those were the only two things I got. I was really just going to get deodorant cause I want to smell nice for the thing. But um, I ended up getting body wash because I saw there was a new flavor of Harry's body wash that I wanted mm. to try. Yeah, and Brian, I'm gonna give you 13 guesses on what the new Harry's body wash. No, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, but yeah. yes, first I just realized the hand raising thing is gonna blow our cover now that we're on video. But I still think it's a good system. Um, oh yeah, great system. Because yeah, now people understand the lag we're dealing with here. Anyways, um. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that I stay with, actually not a lot of people, but I have seen it done that in their guest bathroom, they'll have like a brand new toothbrush just on deck in the guest bathroom. I think that's a classy classy move. move. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You want to know what else is a classy move, Brian? Tap dancing. No. Step ball change. Well, yes, but no. Yes, but no. So, Brian, what I'm talking about is... (laughs) pot holders under your bowl right you know it's too uh-huh. hot to hold you put up yeah put a little too hot to handle it. brian 
I show I bring to you the next generation of pot holder you put under your bowl. Is that specifically made for it? It's made for this. It's like shaped like a bowl so that you can just hold it and you're safe. You can you can set it down and it stays with it. You can pick it up just fine. Was that invented by the think... makers of Maruchan Instant Ramen? Maybe, but this was gifted to us by um well it was gifted to Kelly by Kelly's grandmother. And then I think all the grandkids kind of laughed about it at first, and then they've all kind of found that they're extremely useful and really nice that, to have. That's incredible. That's like the perfect gift for a couch eater. And I know there's a lot of couch no, eaters out great. there these days. That's I'm so a, good. I'm a big coffee table eater. Okay. Like, but even if um, you're at the coffee table, you still you're not eating directly off the coffee table, right? Like you're picking it up. Yeah. Well. Okay. No. Huh? If it's a bowl, I think it's resting. You're just on the hunching table. over. The coffee table. I'm sitting. No, I'm sitting. I'm sitting on the ground. Oh, we keep Eastern, an Asian far Eastern brand. style. Okay, pillow on the ground, food on the coffee table. Okay, that's fair. Actually, yeah. I do that a lot too. But now I, if I had that. I got used to. It, it is pretty I nice. Went a, and then you have the couch as a backrest, right? Yeah, I went a whole year in the Ohio Avenue house with eating on the coffee table for most of my meals. And at mm-hmm. the beginning of the year, uh, uh, all the roommates on my floor, except for me, said, hey, we should get a table, put it in the corner of this room. And I liked having the space over there. I wasn't going to single-handedly you know, go against a table. But mm-hmm. I said, I made the shelf in the, in the kitchen happen, and I made the table in the kitchen happen, like a, a little table to like hold like coffee stuff. I mm-hmm. made those happen. If you guys want a table, you can make it happen. But I don't want it. <laughs> Yeah, and then it never happened. <laughs> and I was like, "There's some I'm data okay for you." Yeah, but yeah, that's Damn. a great gift. I feel like yeah. people need to note that one. That's up there with a spray dish soap for invention of the year. I think it's close. It'll be a tight uh, category for uh, what would our award be called? A, a, uh, a Wil- Wilsony, a weekly. I don't know. Our fans yeah, are already willies. A WWE? <laughs> a WWE. <laughs> That's an idea. We'll table but it's that like, one. It's like, it's like EY, though. Like, Wee. Wee. Hey, uh, do you have anything else you want to say to me? For me? Yeah. Um, I, I do have one moral quandary that I'm facing right now. So, okay. did you ever read Asleep in a Sea of Stars? I don't think you did. No. Yeah, so it was the first book in the Fractalverse series, I guess. I don't know how long it's going to be. <laughs> but it's uh, it's Christopher Paolini's new series that he's doing. A Paolini. <laughs> Anyways, it's like sci-fi and it's like adult fiction. So it's his new yeah. stab into that world. But I read the first book, and I wanted to get the second book. It came out on my birthday, so like months ago now. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted to get it from my library, because I like to avoid paying for books at all costs. But they only have the audiobook. They don't have the textbook, or the ebook. So, I put it on hold months ago, and it just finally got available now. And I'm like, okay... I just put it on hold. I didn't even know if I was going to want it, but here it is. So now I have this audiobook that I really want to 
listen to available, I guess. And my current commute to work is like 40 minutes each way. So I'm getting like 80 mm-hmm. minutes of car time per day, six days a week. And I'm like, this mm-hmm. is the perfect, uh, like concurrence of events for me to break into the audiobook world. But I'm like, I don't know. I feel like we've been very against this world for so long. So I'm like, do I, do I take the bait? Do I take the dive into the audiobook world? I'll lose like all credibility it's... for shitting on it in the future. <laughs> you know how when you, um, when you read a book really, really fast, you sort of feel like, oh, like I kind of, like I, I used it all up too quickly. Yeah. Like I could have made that last longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just an, ex- it's a, um, more intense version of that. It's like the audiobook is just like, oh, I feel like this is kind of going by faster than I want it to. Yeah. But I don't know if you only have them for like, what is it? <sighs> two weeks? Yeah, you get it for two weeks at a time. So like a lot of books I get from the library, I don't finish and then I have to put it on hold again and then wait months until I can have it again. <laughs> Depending on the Seems book. It's like a bad system. Well, it's it's not that bad if you have like a ton of books you're waiting on because then you could just rotate through them. Plus, I'm not a big, like, read-all-the-time kind of person, so then having that Mm. deadline, too, kind of makes me more uh, willing to read, because I'm like, I should read this book while I have it. Otherwise, I'm just like, I'll always have that book, there's no sense of urgency to read it, and then I never read it. Okay. I just want to say, you saying you're not much of a read-all-the-time kind of guy reminded me of this joke that Kelly's been using more and more often, and very expertly, and it always makes me (laughs) laugh. But, um, just, the joke is, in weird circumstances, saying, I'm not much of a math guy. Like, like when it, just, just when it doesn't apply at all. <laughs> like, it'll be like, hey, Kelly, could you, like, um, dice this onion for me? She'll be like, I'm not much of a math guy. <laughs> or, like, or, like, I don't know. It's It'll be, like, more applicable. It'll be like, looks like we're almost out of gas. And she's like, well, I'm not, not much of a math guy. <laughs> yeah that's that's humorous on multiple levels i guess like the tiny part of it that i really really like like is that is that she's just not a not a guy also she's like really really good at math yeah so gotta love it but i'm a big joke fan big joke guy i like i'd I'd say i'd like jokes um credit to that one yeah this one's for jokes i know i had other bullet points but that was kind of the main one the other one's just kind of an right. interesting story, which I guess I could tell, but I don't know. I don't even find it that interesting anymore. So over to you, Jay. Well, I could tell you, I'll tell you about this. Well, cause I did the career fair. It was really nice getting to and from Cincinnati using a working phone. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, enjoyed that. No uh, buyer's remorse then, on that end. No, it's like. I've realized, though, like, I don't think, I'm definitely not an early adopter. Like, I'm not the kind of guy who, like, needs the new phone, but I am the kind of guy who just wants my phone to be out of my way. I don't want my phone to complicate my life at all, ever. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to uphold that value from now on. Like, I'm going to make sure, hey, like, evaluate. Is my phone getting in my way? Yes or no? If so, new phone. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that same way about vehicles. So I can totally understand where you're coming from and why people feel that way. 
Um, the other thing, just to comment on what you said, I don't think people who get the new phone can be considered early adopters, because by and large it's still just a phone. I think people who got, like, that uh, Galaxy Flip phone could mm-hmm. be considered early adopters, because that's another instance of people hating on technology when I really think they yeah. shouldn't. Um, but yeah, phones are just phones as far as I'm concerned, and I feel like having the newest one is more of like a like a status play than like, ooh, I'm adopting this new technology. Well, yes and no, though, because like, okay, so for example, the 14 iPhone in my research is very, very similar to the 13 iPhone. Like, not mm-hmm. every iteration is equally step forward, right? Like, and they're pretty okay. upfront about these sorts of things, or at least people are smart enough about looking at the specs to realize, oh, this one's not really a huge change. Like, Mm -hmm. we think it's going to be a big change in the 15, or, like, they'll do announcements of, like, these are changes we're making, and they're just like, oh, 15's going to be way more different than 13 and 14. Okay, so it's like how, it's like a Wii to Wii U versus a Wii U to a Switch kind of deal. Yeah, so it's like, that's where people were saying, like, oh, like, iPhone 14, it's cool, it's got some new things, like, this, that, and the other. But it's really not that much different from the 13. It's mostly just for early adopters. You know. 14 is for early adopters? Yeah. But it's not much different than the 13? I feel like you're late to the game in that case. Well, no. 14 is only for early adopters because, like, a regular person is going to be like, oh, it's pretty much the same. Why would I get that? That's dumb. Oh. Hmm. I guess that's a different way to look at it. Like, if the 13 was the one with the groundbreaking stuff, I feel like the early adopters would be the people getting that one. And then the 14 would when be the, the people that waited out, to make like, sure oh, the 13 was good. Oh, minute feature changes? No, they get the 13, and then the 14 comes down, and they're just like, oh, there's tiny changes? Get the 14. Like, they're getting every single one. Okay. I don't know if i call that an early adopter. I think I'd call it a what else bandwagon fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's literally, it's that's what it, I don't... What? What? Okay, what in your mind is an early adopter if not the person who gets every phone when it comes out? To me, an early adopter is when some new novel technology comes out that some people are scared of or skeptical of, so they don't get it. The early adopters are the people that are like, I don't care that we don't know much about this, or that we're not sure if it works, or that we're not sure how it works. I'm gonna get it, because I want to know how it works and figure it out. So, like, if there's a very slightly new phone... No, I'm talking, like, groundbreaking new (laughs) thing. Like, when Google Glass came out, people that were like, that seems dumb, that seems weird, how does it work? Those are the plebs. And then the early adopters are like, ooh, cool, crazy new technology, let me fiddle with it. Okay, I... I'm done talking about this. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) But... Yeah, wait, because, okay, that wasn't even what I wanted to talk about. And what I wanted to talk about was this very special moment that happens at the pickleball courts that Mm -hmm. just gives me endless joy, frustration, and entertainment, I'll say. Um, That's quite a a coalition. It's an interesting thing to experience. Um, Okay, so, Brian, Mm -hmm. these pickleball courts, and I think I I meant to say this right when I moved here, and I don't know if I said it on record, but uh, they're bumping these pickleball courts. Yeah. Um, there's six courts within walking distance from Kelly and I. Um, and usually when there's not enough people to fill up all six courts, so that's 24 people playing pickleball. <laughs> okay. Um, when there's less than 24 people, 
you just go out and you play as long as you want. You know, it's open court. It's not mm-hmm. like it's a club or anything. Yeah. Um, but almost every weekday, I'd say. Um, now, sometimes there's a tournament in some city that I can never remember the name of. And there's always people who come up and say, oh, we're training for this tournament coming up. Yeah. And they'll say that as an excuse to be like, we don't want to play with you guys. Or like, we're trying to stick together playing our games. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, cool. You're practicing for a pickleball tournament. Just so happens that I'm also here to play pickleball. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's fine. <laughs> well, so those people annoy me. Like, are they running drills? Are there specific, like, shots they're practicing? Or, like, what? No. They go out there and they play pickleball. Like, all of us. (laughs) Whatever. But, like, it's a a big deal. Because, okay, what happens is, and it's more apparent during those times when there's all those people there, but almost every evening it'll happen to some extent where there's people in line to get Mm -hmm. on the courts. And the way that they manage this is there's a wooden board. And there's four sections of four holes in the wooden board. Mm -hmm. And each section of four is colored a different color. Okay. And if you're in line or you want to play, you just stick your handle in one of the sections of four holes. Mm -hmm. And then if your section builds up to four paddles, then you have another full game that can go on the court. So a court finishes their game, they know to come off if there's people in line, and then there's like an arrow on each of the sections, mm-hmm. so then it'll be like, oh, blue's up, and then you move the arrow to the right, and then once the next game finishes, they'll be like, yellow's up, and then okay, you can see how it would work. Yeah, seems like a very good system. It's a great system. They figured it out so well, <laughs> but there arises a point in every evening where it transitions from the fun, go-lucky, we're all playing for as long as we want on whatever court, to now there's a line, and you mm-hmm. have to come off the court when you finish a game. Mm-hmm. And you'd think a bunch of adults <laughs> playing a very silly game would be able to handle this transition. <laughs> yeah, you would think that. Because what would happen is, oh, we're all playing pickleball, Hey, there's some people standing outside of the fence. That means if we finish this game, we should step off the court. Uh-huh. What inevitably happens every time, literally every evening, is people arrive in line, and then they'll say, Oh, we need to come on now that you guys finished a game. Or, like, somebody will finish a game and somebody else on a different court will say, Hey, you need to get off this court. And then they'll say, What? What are you talking about? I haven't seen you move. I haven't seen any of these people get off the court. We've all just been playing pickleball. And then it'll say, No, yeah, there's a line now. So whoever (laughs) finishes a game gets off the court. And it's there's always an argument... People always get so heated, and oftentimes the first people who have to leave the court get so pissed that they leave. It's happened multiple times. How? So there's got to be like new people coming every time or something that don't understand the system? It's like. Because you'd like to think if people understood the system, they would adhere to the system. Well, and they adhere to the system, but it's just there's always one. The first people who have to like rotate, 
it's uh-huh. always a debacle and it's always like so it's just fury and just rage outrage like what what we have to move and she's like yes i'm like it's how it's always been like yeah. i've been here one week and i understand it now like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah it's it's nuts yeah that's kind of insane and like i don't get how like neither side understands it yet like even like so the people who like inevitably like okay i understand if somebody's new and they're just like oh i'm angry because i don't think you've left the courts yet and you're making me leave but then like could the people who know what's going on be like oh no 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 no, sorry so like misunderstanding this is what happens when there's a line now there's a line so like we have to rotate off yeah. somebody has to rotate off mm-hmm. it's like no it's always just like what are you talking about? Like, and then they're just like, and it's just like, can somebody just like explain this? Like, yeah. I, I don't know, man. People are getting that fired up over pickleball too. Like of all yeah. things. Like I no, yeah, even, and that's even if there wasn't a system for it, it's kind of like a, hey, there's a line, like let's take turns, you yeah. know. <laughs> But, yeah, did I tell you about? I told even you on about top of that, there is a system, volleyball so. in Troy. <laughs> you remember the volleyball in Troy freakout that that one guy had? No, I don't. Where it was like, I forget if I talked about this on pod, but it was like this guy. We were playing volleyball and we were doing a co-ed league, mm-hmm. and it was C level, and we were trying to play men's B volleyball and just have a girl on our team, and that's allowed. Yeah, but then because she was. The best player on our team. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least she's an amazing setter. But um, we were wanting to play men's B. They accidentally put us in co-ed C, which in co-ed for four, you're supposed to have half girls, half guys. Right. But we only had one girl. So then for our team, which only has one girl, the exception to the rule is that, okay, the girl has to touch the ball every volley over. Right. Which, she's our setter, it usually doesn't come up, that's fine. Other team, livid about this. One guy in particular. Mm-hmm. Like, he's furious. He's just like, like this is horse shit, like, none of this counts, this, this doesn't count, it's fine. And, like, the real problem was, we were far better than them, because we wanted to play B-level volleyball. Right. We were playing yeah. C-level volleyball. Which just exacerbates so anyone, like, any issue with this whole situation. Yeah. And, like, so this dude was furious the rest of his team kind of embarrassed all of us were like trying to just field it as best we could but like Mm -hmm. this guy was so angry and like yelling and like eventually they had to just get a sub for him because he was so pissed they like didn't want to play wow and like he the whole time he was very adamant and he was like an older dude he was adamant that he was like this doesn't count like fuck this and i'm just like dude this is like an after work league half the people are drunk we're at a bar that's like tiki hut themed this never counted. Like, yeah. I don't there's know not even think a it championship. For. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I don't. Who's I want counting? you to explain to me how this means. How this means less than the other games, or how the other <laughs> games mean more. Like, like, oh man, what what is going on? I think also, <laughs> the, if anything, the top team in the league after the end of the season, the only thing there's no championship, there's no prize. They're just not allowed to play in that league anymore. They have to go up. Yeah. That's the only thing that happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, what? It, what you it just baffles me sometimes that like there's adults that still interact with the world this way. It's like, 
did they miss some social cue growing up? Or, like, I don't know. do they not understand, but, like, fun? Dude, or... <laughs> eventually, one of our friends on the sidelines of that game, watching the game, like, started, like, John with the dude, like, to kind oh, like of try and take the heat him. off of us, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, he was, like, yelling at the dude and, like, trying to just, like, take the heat off of uh-huh. us on the other side of the net. And he did it fairly successfully, but then also he was kind of getting angry about it. So then they were just eventually like yelling at each other. And um oh gosh. it it ended it ended with um I think at one point, unsuspectingly, the angry dude on the other team threw a lime like wedge at the back of our friend's head. Like and we're just like, dude <laughs> This is not how people behave. But I don't know. That is nuts. I try to have a little bit of sympathy in those situations, too, because I feel like we're both very level-headed, like, in control of our emotions kind of people. Or maybe we just have very weak emotions. I'm still, the jury's still out on that, how our emotional health is in general. But, um, I see people acting like that, and I'm like, they're so angry that they just can't control themselves right now. Because no sane person would act this way in public in front of a bunch of other people. And I'm like... It's like as to, to it's be, like as embarrassing as being like way more drunk than everybody at a place. Yeah. And like to have your emotions be that overwhelming that you lose control that way. I feel like to a certain extent it's just kind of how you are. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of feel bad people at the same time but also it's, it's like, embarrassing like yeah because all, all the his, his teammates were embarrassed right exactly like and your gut reaction is like oh this guy's a dick but if you dig a layer deeper it's kind of like well i kind of feel bad for him because i think he'll be embarrassed later but maybe he won't be embarrassed later yeah. and maybe he is just a bad person i don't know it's really hard to go through all the emotional complexities of how people feel and why they act how they do you know Eventually, amends were made, and, like, because, we go to that place every week. Like, we see mm-hmm. the dude, and, like, an understanding was reached, and then they would joke about it from then on, but, like... Well, that's good, at least. Enduringly, the guy who received the lime to the head was just like, no, that dude's, like, freaking Yeah. An idiot. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but anyhow. That's my, uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And that's 30 minutes on the dot, boy. Um... <laughs> So, so let's wrap it up because it's freaking quarter to two a.m. for me. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyhow, uh, at this point, I imagine you can find us on YouTube at some link somewhere somehow. Probably, uh, probably f- find it on the Instagram if you're having trouble finding it. Um, but our Instagram is Weekly Wilson Pod. If you have thoughts on the show and want to let us know about them you can email in at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com but with all of that out of the way my name's jay wilson his name's brian wilson that guy yep and this has been here wait ready i'm just gonna <clears throat> well i thought you were going for a fist bump. no no we could try to do a fist bump our our screens aren't flush to each other um but and this has been <laughs> The Weekly Wilson. Scoop bop bop ba da bop ba dee bop ba doo bop ba da bop ba doo beep bop bop. Scoop bop beep ba dee ba doo boop bop beep bop ba da bop ba dee boop bop ba doo bop beep ba doo ba da bop. 
One of these episodes, you have to just scat for like four minutes. <laughs> I don't know what would happen. It's I would have to go into my mind palace. It was my. It would be an experience. It'd be like meditating, but annoying. What if we did an episode where there was just thirty minutes of give and take scat, you and me? That would have to be an in-person episode. Okay. Catch us next time on the Weekly Wilson. <laughs>